Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the radio program, Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Fred. And Steve Jordahl joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, just I looked up some statistics. We were talking about uh, fatherlessness. We we did this. We talked about this because in Florida yesterday, Governor DeSantis and former NFL coach Tony Dungy were having a press conference. I guess they're starting a project in Florida to promote – Fatherless, fatherhood. Uh, excuse me, fatherhood rather, yes. fatherhood, mm-hmm. and the value and the importance of it. And we were talking about what the numbers were in the U.S. in terms of babies born out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And uh, among whites, this is from 2014. Among white people, it's 29 percent. This is in 2014, so these numbers may have changed, but I doubt very much. So you had uh, three out of ten babies born out without a dad in in being involved in their lives in the home, married. Yes, married. Uh, Hispanics fifty three percent. I was surprised. Surprised. I really am surprised at that figure. Yeah. So half, a little over half of Hispanic children born out of wedlock, and uh, in the black community, it was seventy one percent. Born out of wedlock, and uh, the proportions of so anyway, so a national average of forty percent. So four out of every ten children in the United States today are born without the benefit of a father in the home, married to their mom, raising their families. And so, uh, if you want to know, to me, if you want to know why there's a rise in violent crime Mm -hmm. in America. That's that's the reason is you have millions and millions and millions of children who don't have what the Bible says we need, that is a father and a mother mm-hmm. raising children, instructing them in right and wrong, mm-hmm. keeping them accountable, yep. uh, making sure they do well in school, get their education, become good citizens. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then repeat, rinse and repeat, right? Yeah. Uh, and if you don't have that, mm-hmm. and you you don't have that on a, uh, and that starts to the society starts to break down. Yes. In many ways, mm-hmm. and uh, now we're all sinners. It's not going to be a perfect world. You're always going to have people get divorced. Uh, you're always going to have teenagers getting pregnant. Uh, that's just going to happen. But not on the scale that we've seen happen the last forty years. It's not that you have children out of wedlock that you can't recover from. Is that the standard now has been set where marriage is not valued anymore? That's right. As, as, well, I say not anymore as much as it, uh, and fatherhood is not valued as much as uh, it, as it used to be in our culture. Yeah, and we to- and we've had media. Whether it's sitcoms uh, coming right, out of Hollywood, right. uh, whether it's Vanity Magazine and all of those that actually promote the idea, why do you need to get married for? 
Just oh, go yeah. ahead and have a baby. Yeah, no, yeah. Hollywood and the sec, many of the secular media, they attack, Steve, hmm. the Christian definition of, of uh, morality. Oh, it's vicious. They, yeah. We, we, the, anybody who holds to a biblical view of you're any a, kind of sexuality, but specifically You're a prude. <laughs> you're a prude. You're a Puritan. You need to quit judging people. And, uh, and so, yeah, of course, it, that's, that's a false caricature of... Of uh, us, of Christians, but uh, but still, they say these kinds of things. But they they have been dissing the Christian moral value system mm-hmm. for decades now, and we see the consequences. That's right? Yeah, I told you so. A moment. If, yeah. If All right, uh, Steve. Uh, what what do you have? Well, I just wanted a uh, quick update on this uh, subway shooting in New York City. They're looking for now uh, what they uh, say is a black man who is wearing a gas mask. So um, I think he set off a smoke bomb on the subway car, started shooting people, because the video shows people coming off of the bleeding, coming off of the subway car and settling down in a triage area. So nobody passed away. I have not heard a report of deaths yet. And the people that, like eight. This was in Brooklyn? It was in Brooklyn. It is in Brooklyn, yes. Okay. And uh, they're just getting ready to give a a, uh, news update. We'll that if we read anything that's substantial on the screen here that we have in the studio, I'll, I'll uh, bring that up and we can talk about I it. I told but. Brad, I said, I bet this, whoever it is, has a rap sheet. Probably a pretty long one. Huh? Yeah, you don't just generally wake up in the morning and think you're going to go grab a smoke bomb and a pistol and go. No, create but some they man. don't believe in incarcerating people in New York right. any longer. Yeah, it's true. It's amazing. It's, yeah. a, it's like they're on a death, they have a death wish for mm-hmm. their city. Yes. Huh? And already we know this was planned. So please, when they get a lawyer, don't say he has mental problems. This person obviously planned this. Very detailed. Yeah, uh, until you start, you need to start locking these people away. By these people, I mean these violent criminals. You need to start locking them away for 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And then word will get on the street. You You do a, quote, gun crime or whatever. Yes. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're going away for ten, twenty years, and there's no parole. Yes. But what they got right now is just turnstile. They go to the police station, Fred, and they just let them out. Yeah. Uh, and this is happening. We're seeing these stories on a weekly basis across this country, and yeah. for the most part, in Democrat-run states. Uh, yeah. You, so, so, that, so. Uh, listen, I feel so terrible for these people involved here yet today in this in this uh, shooting on the subway but for the people of new york in general mm-hmm. it's hard to have sympathy when you vote for this yes you, yeah. you, you vote for for uh for for lenient sentences for criminals violent even violent criminals so i don't know when, when you can solve that and you don't want to do it mm-hmm you're going to have to live with the consequences of uh, letting these violent criminals out over and over and over and over again. Go ahead, Steve. Well, we're seeing a similar related story I brought in this morning about uh, the United States Postal Service has decided to stop service at a neighborhood within Santa Monica, California, because their drivers are getting repeatedly attacked. Where is Santa Monica? L.A. area. Okay. Are you surprised at that? You're from California. You know that uh, I do know that area, and uh, yeah, that does kind of surprise me. Santa Monica, the the parts that I know anyway, are uh, very rural, I mean, sorry, suburban uh, neighborhood uh, type place. Nice. 
Well, it just it takes you right out to the yeah. beach area, yeah. Santa Monica. Santa Monica it's, it's kind of where the I-10 begins or ends, depends right. on what you're looking at it. Yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, so the the level, uh, they say, here's the, what their statement is. They said the United States Postal Service suspended service in the Santa Monica neighborhood after reports of repeated attacks on mail carriers. Um, they, mail, they say mailmen, they use the word Santa Claus, because mailmen keep getting assaulted. Why would you attack the mailman? Are you know. trying to steal checks, government checks in his bag? I don't know. I, I haven't read I've heard any... of that. I've heard about yeah. people stealing government checks from mail uh, boxes. Have you heard of this? Oh, yeah. 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 They say it's been going on for a few weeks. Even one resident saying they saw mail strewn across the street because a man kicked over the car to basically threaten the mail carrier with a golf club or some type of a bat. So in Santa Monica, some of the areas. Now, are... here's what I will say, and this has all been something that has uh, arisen since I lived there, but homelessness is rampant down in L.A., it's it's awful. And Santa Monica, being a nice place near the beach, kind of attracts the, the some of the homeless. A lot of the homeless have mental issues, uh, drug dependency. So there could be some of that involved yeah. in this as well. Just that's a guess on my part. Yeah, the governor is about to speak here. I hate to say this, but is she going to blame guns? <laughs> oh, no. you know it, Fred. You I'm know just waiting. It. The governor of New York you're talking about. Governor of the state of New York. Yeah, I wonder if we going to start some smoke bomb control. I know, right? <laughs> uh, best line I ever heard on this topic. Thank you. Was on, well, that <laughs> yours was good too, Steve, but uh, was, was this, and I mentioned it before, but blaming guns for crime is like blaming the pencil for a misspelled word. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, w w w here's what they do. These liberal Democrats, they want to talk about guns because they don't want to talk about the perps. You know what I'm saying? What? And we say no more. I'm just, I'm what just... is she saying? You're, you're reading what the, uh, we're watching the uh, uh, video feed from Fox news about what happened in New York this morning on the subway where, um, multiple people were injured. I don't know if anybody's died yet. Uh, by a man who just began shooting and released a smoke bomb. What are you reading, Fred? Yeah, we're uh, getting sick and tired of, of looking at headlines. She, this is the governor of New York talking, right. of reading headlines of another shooting. To fight the surge of crime, seizing our city, because we want to get back to normal. It's been long, hard years. No kidding. Yeah. Well, uh, listen... If they talk about guns, then they don't have to talk about the criminals. Yeah. And they don't have to talk about how they're letting them go day after day after day when they're caught for one crime or another. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to talk about the failure of the system. Right. They can just talk about, oh, those guns. Yes. Those guns, uh, you know, those guns get out of the drawer at the because home I'm sure. and walk out and uh, the guns walk down the street and shoot people. I'm sure that if t tomorrow we were able to uh, wave a magic wand and every gun in the world disappeared, crime would go away. There would be no more crime at all, right? Yeah. <laughs> he said yeah, no, sarcastic. Yes, yes, I understand. Uh, so that that's what the, I guarantee you that's what they're going to talk about, Fred. Yeah. And Here like you say, Tim, if we grow weary of blaming the gun because we know that it takes the individual – and they're thinking that causes the crime. It's not the gun that causes the crime. 
It is the person handling that gun. You know, I'll go back to Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King says it, it, it all comes down to character. Mm-hmm. It's the character of the individuals. But they are the Democratic Party of today is refusing to recognize that as the problem, that character, which comes from stable homes. Yep. That's right. Uh, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. <clears throat> Go ahead, Steve. Well, um, environmentalists are getting uh, upset, and they are deciding to take action. They're carrying out a, uh, a, a, a an action here. What is they're it? doing is they're, they're targeting SUVs. So if you have an SUV... Where is this happening? Excuse me. I'm losing my mic here. I think it's happening, well, this, this is from the New York Post, so probably in New York City, I'm thinking, but they don't really give a, a, uh, a location. So what's happening here is that you might find a, a note on your car, and the car will say something like this, your tires are flat. It's not personal. SUVs are disproportionately fueling the climate crisis. They're the second largest contributor to increasing global CO2 emissions since 2010, and they're totally unnecessary. Tell that to the guy with a family of seven, you know. <laughs> the climate crisis is spiraling out of control, making drastic action necessary. So we deflated your tires. That's not a note. That's a letter. <laughs> it is. Huh? Uh, walk, bike, take public transit if you have to, but it's time to end our reliance on these gas-guzzling behemoths. For the wild, the third force is signed. And so they're telling people to go find an SUV, take a piece, a little piece of gravel, and stick it in the in the. Um, yeah, they're the, going to get shot. That's what's going to well, happen? Well, I've seen a lot uh, of people say, "Yeah," they ended up with a lot of lead in them. That's exactly. You saw the same tweet I did. I think. Well, you know, gee whiz, uh, I guess we all should be concerned about climate. So, to these people who would do this, I would say, let's shut down the heat in your apartment in January <laughs> in New York. Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Right. You know, they always are blaming someone else, yeah. but they contribute to it. I'm sure they ride a subway. They well, breathe. Yeah, you have to live in the world. I, I, that's it yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to, uh, we're releasing way too much plant food into the air. Yeah. So, of course, that. You got any other news? Or yeah, we, why we, not? Uh, we have 11 minutes of silence here. <laughs> we can do that if you want. Right. Uh, this is just out from uh, the State Department today. They have issued a travel advisory. And they're saying reconsider travel to the People's Republic of China due to arbitrary enforcement of local laws and COVID-19 regulation restrictions. Do not travel to the PRC's Hong Kong Special Administrative Region or go to Hong Kong. And they give a couple other provinces due to COVID-19 related restrictions, including the risk of parents and children being separated. Reconsider travel to Hong Kong or PRC. Do they have Singapore on lockdown? I haven't seen Type that in. All right. I thought I saw this last night. Maybe, so, maybe it was another Chinese. Um, well, it, it'd be probably uh, Shanghai. Shanghai, there's been a problem. Okay. Singapore, Singapore is, is, not a, part of, is a country. Yeah, it's it not is. Part of China. It's not China. Yeah, yeah. my apologies there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very. Um, uh, but but uh, Shanghai. Yes. Shanghai. Shanghai. Yes. I was thinking about Shanghai. And mm-hmm. uh, that's like, I don't know. Twenty million people. Oh, it's there? huge! It's one of it's biggest one of the cities in the world. Biggest, maybe the cities. largest. I don't know. Tokyo is probably yes, right there. Um, New York so, Post is reporting that uh, residents 
are yelling out of their windows, they, yeah. screaming from the windows. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've got millions of people locked down, uh, and they're they're on their balconies. Like yeah. the movie Network. I'm yeah. mad as heck, and I'm not going to take it. From the story that you read, uh, I, uh, what they're warning about is that the authorities are separating parents from their children. Yeah, that's what they. That's what they are, the the State Department is warning. Yes. So the, the the state says it knows better how to take care of the kids. So they're probably taking the kids away from the parents. The Chinese state at this point. In this yeah. bear, that yeah. bear is watching because if if you're talking about the latest variant on COVID, mm. if that's what is impacting China, that's a that's a really weak uh, version of COVID. So we hear, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a couple days, two or three days. Like a head cold. Mm-hmm. It's not anything that's uh, going to the lungs. It's not putting people in the hospital. So I guess I, what I'm saying is I'm kind of surprised if, in fact, that's the variant that they're locking down millions of people over a head cold, you know. Yeah, uh, and, and don't think it can't happen here. I want you to hear uh, the latest from our friend Dr. Fauci, who is talking about the um, – uh, the possibility of uh, masks coming back. You got to listen to this. This is cut six. The idea that we're going to see an uptick, I think people need to appreciate that that's the case and follow the CDC guidelines. Because remember, when the metrics were put forth, the new metrics looking at the guidance of masking, it was said that if we do start seeing an uptick, particularly of hospitalizations, we may need to revert back to being more careful and having more utilizations of masks indoor but right now we're watching it very very carefully by the way uh philadelphia starting on uh, monday this coming monday april uh, they're going back to indoor mask mandates i wonder if people are going to follow those rules no they're not following at the white house (laughs) did you see the picture that they released kamala harris who's been uh, around people who has been exposed to COVID 19 she's not tested positive herself but she's been around her staff has and she was uh, the 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 flaunting the mask mandate in the White House. A reporter asked um, asked Jen Psaki about this, and I want you to hear what Jen Psaki had to say. Cut seven. You said on Friday that um, the vice president was masked indoors all day, but the White House tweeted a video showing her standing over the president without a mask on. Can you explain what happened there? Well, I would say that the vice president and the president and all of us abide by what the CDC protocols are. It was an emotional day. It was a historic day. And there were moments when she was not wearing a mask inside, including in a photo. But she was wearing it 99.9% of the time. I would note the president and the vice president have both tested negative uh, in the last 24 hours. And, you know, we have felt and made the decision it's important for to share with all of you um, when there are close contacts. That's exactly what we did. Why it's of interest to the public, I think, is, uh, and you guys can agree or disagree with me, is because the four principles, the public has a, a right to know and an interest in knowing uh, when the four principles have have, uh, have exposure or close contact exposure uh, to any individuals who have COVID. The, the vice president is now post five days post exposure. She tested negative. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got caught. Remember in the, in the, <laughs> just say it. We got right. caught. In you the, can tell her, you can tell her voice. Do you see her, her voice when she gets really defensive is she goes in that same rhythm every oh, time, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, bah, 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 
It's like a song she's got a statement. Huh? She, you know, Steve, you're pointing out at the story meeting. When you watch the briefing, the White House briefing with Jen Psaki, question asked, she flipped through a book. She brings out a book with her every morning. It has tabs on it. And those are the expected questions from the reporters. A standard procedure, by the way. I saw and, the who's the Huckabee did the same thing, but she was just better at it. Yes. <laughs> well, well, you know, what, what you got here is uh, the, the Democrats are real religious on following CDC. Uh-huh. Except right? when... And so they, they're like, mask up, America. Yeah. And you got the leaders of the Democrat Party, Kamala Harris, the vice president, whose husband had just had COVID. Jen Psaki's had two breakthrough cases in three months. Uh-huh. <laughs> A breakthrough with quotations. Because remember when we were told, Joe Biden said, you get the vaccine, you, you can't get COVID. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was flagged for misinformation by Facebook or or Twitter there, but uh, of course that proved not to be true. Yeah. And now, uh, so you got uh, COVID flying around Washington D.C., and yet here is the vice president not following CDC protocols. Remember at the height of the mask, uh, the when we were still locked down and everything. BLM was having and Antifa were having their riots in Seattle and. And and such. No, and they were having rallies all over America. They <laughs> were that too. And, and but, marches. But yeah. during the day, they were uh, largely uh, peaceful and just a lot of crowds and yeah. no masks. And well, riders re- don't typically check with the CDC before they. <laughs> no, before no. They, but even those that weren't riding, those that were just gathering to protest. And I remember the media um, calling out a similar. It was a, a conservative. It might have been the. Um, the March for Life or something like that, that mm-hmm. they were called, these, all these people without masks. Yeah. Going, well, what about the people? <clears throat> well, that's a, they're, they're protesting something important. Listen, uh, uh, I don't know how long we're going to keep this up. It, I, huh? <laughs> we're going to keep this up? Unless a more serious form, if maybe form is not the right word. Uh, variant. Variant shows back up on mm-hmm. our shores. Mm-hmm. We just need to quit talking about this yep. uh, because we're going to talk about, well, you know, that family's down with a the cold. They need to isolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flu's going around now yep. in some places. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give a flu update every day. Right. On, uh, so this, this latest version variant is not dangerous at all for people. But if you live in Philadelphia starting on Monday, it's back to mandatory masks everywhere you go. You go for it, Philadelphia. That's all right. (laughs) If you want to live there Mm -hmm. and you vote for that, Mm -hmm. go for it. Yep. All right. Go ahead. All right. Let's just end with this. If you land uh, at Love Field in Dallas, you're going to be greeted, greeted by a robot that sounds like this. Cut nine. Welcome to Dallas, Love Field Airport. All Ubers, Lyfts, taxis, and rental car shuttles are located on the lower level. To access the lower level, please use an escalator or elevator to proceed downstairs. It's a whole new definition of love field right there. What is is that? Huh? It's a robot with a rather effeminate voice. (laughs) I'll say so. 
See, all of a sudden, I don't have a fear of robots taking over the world. It's not near as terrifying probably, as it was before. Probably good that this show's over, <laughs> so. as far as Tim's concerned. Huh? <laughs> Stay uh, tuned for tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> probably better for, for everybody that this show ends now. Uh, have a great afternoon, folks. Thank you for listening to AFR.